Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Off of the Couch podcast. Maggie here. My interview today is with Roxana Soderbeer. She's a metabolic health practitioner who is on her own weight loss and health journey. She started a Facebook group called, in, called Reversing Insulin Resistance, which has almost 12,000 followers that help and support each other. She also runs a website called ReversingInsulinResistance.com. Here's Roxana. like to start with your backstory that would be great so my backstory starts when I was um mid-20s just before I got married and all of a sudden I started gaining weight and I started um developing symptoms of arthritis which then was quickly diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I was put on several medications and um, then I got married and um, I think I lost, I, I gained like 40, 50 pounds in a matter of just a few months. And um, the doctor said, okay, we're going to put you on methotrexate and uh, you're going to be careful though you can't have kids. And I said, okay, this is not really my life plan. I, I want children. I always wanted children. Actually, I always wanted boys and I got three boys. So that worked out well. But um, then they put me on different medications and then I... Uh, immigrated to Canada. And I hope that the change of scenery maybe would calm things down, but um, it didn't. And um, then I had my children during the pregnancy, which was kind of nice. Um, the inflammation um, went down a little. and um, But then after I was done breastfeeding the last one, oh, I couldn't let go, but I had to. And um, then I said, he said, okay, now we're going to put you on an immune suppressant. And that was Imuran. And they started me on a very high dose, which is normal. And I mean, through the pregnancies, I gained weight and more and more and more. I tried all kinds of diets like Weight Watchers and um, one where the food comes into the house and um, very boring food. And um, But I thought like every time I lost the weight, um, I'm going to reward myself. And of course, then I relapsed and gained more. And then I was put on Imuran and the dose was uh, very high. It's about the dose that they would give to an, an, a kidney recipient. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, but um, it, it worked. So um, then they would usually lower the dose after an initial, I don't know, six months or so and to a maintenance dose. And, and that wasn't done. So uh, 15 years I was on that high dose. Mm -hmm. And so the good thing is um, that I never uh, developed um, complications of arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis. The bad thing was that it shot my liver. And so sometimes I would get, it would get flagged. Of course, all the lab work would get flagged for the liver enzymes being like out of whack. And then the doctor said, um, oh, 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 no, she's on that medication. So that's normal. And there's nothing normal about a liver that's, that's dying. So um, uh, when I asked, so um, I, I, I lost a little weight. Couldn't we maybe reduce the dose? And then she said, uh, oops, 
And I don't like it when a doctor says, oops, and uh, well, she should actually be on a much lower dose. So we then um, reduced um, to a third of the dose, uh, which I should have been on the past 15 years. And then I also asked to see a different rheumatologist because the rheumatologist I saw was not happy that I went on keto. She looked me dead in the eye. Well, first she said, oh, your kidney levels are so much better now. And then I told her, yes, I know, I know, I do keto. And then she looked me dead in the eye, um, very short distance and said, um, you're going to destroy your kidneys. And I thought at a moment I was going to laugh because that was the, 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 it was surreal, the situation. But she was so serious, I thought she was going to punch me if I just smirked. So I didn't say anything. And then she said, you need to go on a vegan diet. And I said, I'll think about it. And um, then I said, do you want to know how I changed my, lost the weight and changed my, my health? And she said, well, she didn't say no, but um, she really wasn't interested. And so that's the, the, the back story. Um, I kind of leaped into uh, what I did for, that I already started keto. Um, yeah, how long uh, you were on the medication for 15 years at what, how many years into that did you start keto? So um, I was diagnosed with NASH. And NASH is, um, so first there's non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, NAFLD, and, and NASH is a step up. Um, it's not just uh, the liver disease, but it's inflamed liver, okay. non-alcoholic fatty liver. And the next step is cirrhosis. That's, um, uh, that's when, when, when uh, the, the next step then is yeah. liver cancer. So um, I wasn't doing well. I was always tired. And you know, um, oh, people say like um, being fatigued is, is the pain of the liver. And um, yes, my liver wasn't doing well. But then I also was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and I was put on insulin. And um, the I don't know if stoic is the right word, but I just uh, accepted that. And then I started taking insulin, metformin, um, something for acid reflux, um, uh, something for um, uh, the uh, insulin, metformin, well, all kinds of medications. And, um, and then you need another one for the side effects. And then I needed more. And then, um, so my, my son is type 1 diabetic. So insulin is in the house, and um, I know a lot of, about diabetes, or so I thought. So I knew the difference between difference between type one and type two. Uh, but when I was diagnosed, I just accepted that, and I took my insulin almost with a kind of pride because I was doing so well. I was being such a good patient, yeah. and uh, then I um, my my sugar levels then went out of whack anyway. So my A1C was 8.5, which really is a bad A1C. And then I had sugar levels in the high 400s for about a week straight. And that's bad. And that's, that's really bad. Yeah. That makes, makes you also feel bad. And um, I couldn't think straight anymore. Yeah. And then in the middle of the night, I had the epiphany. If you don't do something now, you'll have three years. And that's it. So my kids, um, the, the, the youngest just started university, um, the other one in high school, the other two in high school. And um, I thought, no, you need to do something now. So I woke up my type one kid 
and said like I need your insulin now because I only had long acting insulin two two geo I think yeah two geo and he gave me the insulin and a few needles and then I did a calculation in my um, not so well working brain and thought okay so this is how much I need on and um, then I thought maybe there was too much oh my so, god Right. I know, I know. I mean, I could have killed myself right there. Right, right. I called a friend in Germany. He was on his morning commute. And then um, I told him what happened. And he said, okay, let's do a little calculation. How much insulin do you usually take? What's your sugar now? And he said, I think um, you did the right dose. Um, don't go to sleep. Yeah. Check every half hour. And you know what to do if it drops too low. And um, so you don't fall asleep. Um, watch. Watch, watch Dr. Stephen Finney. Uh, he's a good source. And I knew nothing about him. So I Googled him and put the first video on. And it happened to be exactly what I needed to hear at that time. I didn't even see keto, even though it was right there in the title. I just watched the video. And then I clued in, okay, this is about keto. And um, being a type 1 parent, what you're taught, and what everyone says is that keto is dangerous. And don't do keto, especially not with kids, because they will, um, it will stunt their growth. It, their brain can't develop. And like all these things that parents are afraid of, because every parent wants their children to um, develop and, 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 right. and make progress. So um, everything I knew about keto was wrong. But um, then I watched this video. It was a two-part video, one hour each. Every minute worth it's in gold. And it ex explained how keto works, why it works, what the benefits were. And it was kind of like a round discussion about everything. And then I, I knew I have to do keto. I made up my mind right then. And um, then I stayed up until the morning. And then my sugar was, um, I don't remember what it was, but I never went low. And um, that's good. Yeah. So I didn't want to wake my husband about it. So I watched <laughs> in the room. You might just go into a coma. <laughs> yeah. In the morning, I woke up and uh, told him, oh I God. know what to do now. I'm going to do keto. And he looked at me like I just um, shot someone. And he yeah. said, No, uh, you have to talk to a doctor. And then I said, Yes, I will. I will talk to a doctor. She's crossing her and, fingers for the listeners. <laughs> well, behind my back. And um, I knew if my doctor was going to say no, I was going to go to the next doctor. Yeah. I was going to find one that would say yes. Yeah, you Because I'm, I'm, I made up my mind. Yeah. I, I did a shot that morning in the car. You know, cars are great for selfies. The lighting is just right. I did a shot and, and I already knew, I already had that hope in me. In the picture, it looks, looks a little smug. But the reality was at that moment, I had hope. And that's what I needed. I needed hope because most people are hopeless. They try everything. What they need is hope and keto does that. So that was the beginning of my story. That was like um, at the end of 2018. No, okay. 2019, 2019, oh. yeah. So I'm in almost four years. 
Very interesting. Yes, I um, I went to Keto Fest in 2019, which I forget, I think it was in August. And um, Steve, Dr. Stephen Finney was there. He gave a presentation. So um, that's about when I, I don't know what month you saw those videos, but that's about when I um, first saw him lecture. I, I think I had those books, though, the, uh, the low carbohydrate um, there's a sports performance book and oh well and also the uh the new atkins did dr stephen finney help write that i'm not positive i think possibly so what <laughs> i think the video i watched was and i can send you the links um okay um was a lecture that um seemed to be a small classroom setting mm -hmm. you couldn't see the entire class but it looked it looked like a very small setting so it wasn't one of the big conferences but I did meet Dr. Finney. I tried to get in contact with him on our Twitter and he isn't on Twitter. And then I looked Facebook, I didn't find him there. And then um, um, he was going to be in San Diego at Low Carb, um, uh, US, USA, Low Carb USA. And he was gonna be there. So I booked my flight and um, I, he was talking to someone and I waited my turn. And the longer I waited my turn, the more my heart began to beat <laughs> and the more emotional I got. So I was almost in tears when I started talking to me to him and then told him, Dr. Finney, you saved my life and I'm going to tell you how. And then I told him the story and I had, had the tears running down my face. And then at the end, in the end, I said, can I have a hug? And then he hugged me and my friend Joy took pictures of us and I actually posted them in my blog because it was such an emotional moment. But he did, he did save my life. I mean, I did my part too. But um, watching that video, um, I think it's really all about hope. hope. It gave me hope to try one more time. Well, that's great. That's great because, yeah, it sounds like you were in a really bad spot and you got the right information at the right, just in time, in the nick of time. In the nick of time, yeah, you can say that because uh, my liver was doing so poorly. I mean, 8.5 was my A1C. The next would have been probably 12 or 13. By the way, my sugar levels were good. I was um, compensating for a while. But um, then that week, it completely decompensated. I couldn't, my, my body could not deal with it anymore. And it wasn't time for me to change my diet, not only to stabilize my blood sugar, mm -hmm. but um, seven months into keto, I was still on 50 units insulin. I thought, oh no, now that I know what I know, I have to get off insulin because that's the clue to not having later retire these complications later in life so it's it's one thing with diet and with insulin to have a good glucose or like 5.2 what was my a1c at the time but if you're still on insulin you're still insulin resistant and insulin resistance still has all these problems right and um so i said oh how am i gonna get all insulin and then i found the next one dr fung oh. and he explained how it is uh, like like how basically the fasting uh, was the trick to um, to 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 lower insulin so much that eventually you can get off insulin. I know that some people can't like their pancreas is 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 too produces too little insulin. 
but yeah. um, I was still in the like very high producing um, uh, range. And um, so then seven months keto, strict, no cheats, was still on 50 units insulin. And then two weeks into fasting, I was off insulin. And that's like three years ago. I, I'm still off insulin. I'm off metformin. Right. That's great. And my A1C is 5.1. That's amazing. Yeah. So much so. I mean, I mean this is the thing that people say, like, diabetes is chronic progressive. Yeah. Um, I can't even say how much that frustrates me. I, I mean, if, if, of course, if you follow the American Diabetes Association, um, I don't know if you see that, but sometimes they post recipes and all those recipes, even the meat recipes are full of sugar. Like, I don't even know what to say about that. And um, they're now like slowly turning by and they made the statement that low carb can help, but who knows how. And um, it's ridiculous. So um, yes, it is reversible. Others will say you can put it in remission. Others will say you can cure it. No matter what word you choose, you can manage it without medication, just with diet. And with no complications later in life. Yeah, that's really great because if you let it progress, even with the medications, they really only slow down um, the progression and you still have all the just terrible side effects, the neuropathy, the, you know, the eyesight, um, dementia, little things like that, that you really don't want. And, uh, so if you can turn it back around, it doesn't matter. You call it cure. I know Alzheimer's it's, it's the, the prospect of these diseases. I mean, heart disease, cardiovascular disease, um, kidney disease. It is so terrifying. But um, the addiction to food, or not to food, should say to sugar, is so strong that people would rather um, risk their limbs and life than give give up the drug of their choice. And um, they do that because people tell them, doesn't matter what you do. It's chronic progressive anyway. They, 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 They just rob them of the hope. And when you, once you know um, there is hope, um, and then once you address the, for some it's addiction, for some it's maybe just harmful use, but um, once you address that, um, you can then um, help yourself. And then what I do help others um, achieve the same just by spreading the information. Yeah, it's really, I think, a matter of spreading the word because um, up until recently, and still a lot of places, it's still standard of care because doctors assume that people don't want to make those lifestyle changes. And so they just take the medication route. And then you have people like the doctor that you saw that that wanted you to become a vegan and uh, thought that- Yeah, that was, that was unreal. I mean, the, the good thing was um, I was then referred to a different rheumatologist who said, um, oh, by the way, you were misdiagnosed. You don't have rheumatoid arthritis. And I was like, gulp, what? Oh, my gosh. And he said, yeah, well, um, I'm like I'm close to retiring. And if you have rheumatoid arthritis for 30 years, 
you would be the first patient that didn't have bone deformations. And I said, okay, so what do I have? And at the time I didn't. No, and actually at the, so I had about, um, during keto, I had about a year of no flares. Mm-hmm. Um, I got off Imuran completely. I didn't take any other medication, any other um, immune modulating or whatever medication. Um, um, no, no Advil, no aspirin, nothing. And um, then after a year, all of a sudden, I started getting flares. And I said, okay, um, so I, I have to take this seriously because these flares can, can, can destroy not just um, uh, the joints, they can destroy organs and everything. Mm. And um, then the first flare went away with um, just a course of cortisone. And then I said, okay, so this could be just one freak flare, but it wasn't. Then I had the next flare a month later. And a month later, I had the next flare. And then I said, okay, I really need to focus now how to get these flares under control. And then I was put on, on, on a medication. It's called hydroxychloroquine or plaquenil. Mm-hmm. And uh, the rheumatologist was sure that this was going to be enough. I wouldn't need more. And the flare still kept coming. And um, so I um, basically eliminated everything that could cause it, like no dairy, no um, nuts, no. I went almost completely carnivore. Mm-hmm. And um, there's one treat and um, um, people who know me know what, what it is, which I can't really let go of yet. But uh, it turns out whether I use that treat, almost like a drug, whether I eat that or not, um, it doesn't have any any um, impact on whether I do get That's the next flare or not. That's good. Nice to be able to have one treat. <laughs> yes. And so the um, so, strict diet has reduced the flares then? No. Oh, I tried everything. I tried more sleep. I tried... I basically ran out of ideas. Then I thought, well, maybe exogenous ketones will help. So um, I still have to lose weight. more. more so I lost about a little over 100 pounds, but I still want to lose more weight. And I thought maybe exogenous ketones help. So I bought a good brand and started helping. Yeah. So then still- I thought, um, uh, I, I thought like an all, like out of the box thinking. The only thing, that I didn't check was my thyroid. Mm-hmm. So little backtracking, I've been hypothyroid forever. Um, it's Hashimoto, it's with a um, high um, antibodies, both uh, uh, like, like one was off the charts. I, the reading should be between zero and 0. 0.9. And mine was above 2,500 something. And it's where they stopped measuring. So it's like off the chart high. And um, so I, I knew something was creating that inflammation. I didn't know what. And um, at the same time, my thyroid levels dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped to almost critical low levels. Mm. So um, the critical low level, I think, for T4 is 0.5, and mine was 0.6. So um, very low. I, I, since almost a year, and I don't know how I kept my eyes open, but um, then I got the infection and um, then I could no longer compensate. So um, then I was just tired to the point where I thought if I go to sleep, I'm going to not wake up that tired. 
And um, that's when I clued in to the thyroid thing. And it turns out I have every single symptom. The only th symptom that I don't have is that I'm not cold all the time. Okay. But thinking back, I'm often cold, but not all the time. <laughs> so um, uh, I, um, I am, I'm on a thyroid replacement, of course. And um, I then, instead of waiting for my doctor, I just increased the dose because there was no harm in doing so. And um, today was the appointment where I had to fess up and say, here's what I did. You confess that you have not been a <laughs> yeah. good patient, but you, at least you're tuning into your own health. And, and we, we're, not, we're not recommending anybody else do this. <laughs> no, I would not recommend anyone doing anything um it's even in my facebook group i tell people um, if you have a sudden symptom change go see your doctor um nothing is medical advice but um there there's there's resources that, that they can tap into and they can see what others other people do what help them yeah that can and be then, really helpful to get help people clue into what is going on yeah. and what could be wrong and it seems like so i've been um on the higher dose which isn't like like high high. It's just one one notch up mm -hmm. um, for six days now, and uh, the change is um, amazing. It's um, well, well, if I had a switch from on to off, I would about like three quarter on now. <laughs> so that's that's how much the change is. You're going and, in the right direction, um, you can tell it is absolutely going in the right direction. I have to wait now four or five weeks to recheck. And then I will know if I have to go up one more notch. And I might, I might not have, but that's, so I, I see. But it's funny because, oh, it's sad, actually. All those symptoms that are listed for thyroid, they don't include um, problems with the immune system. Hmm. And um, I mean, you heard about chat GPT. Yeah. I had a conversation with ChatGPT oh. to try to figure this out. And it's it's basically it is a um beefed up um search engine. It's it's not really but um, um it actually gave me the idea to that, that the thyroid could be the issue, and it turns out it is. Um very low thyroid levels. Um impact the immune system in such a way that it actually can cause flares. Oh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. So that remains to be seen. Yeah. It could be right, but wouldn't that be awesome? It would be nice to find the, the yeah, the solution. Yeah. That would be good. Well, tell, tell me more about your Facebook group. So you um, have started a group to help other people that um, have insulin resistance. Is that what it's for? Yeah, so the Facebook group is called Reversing Insulin Resistance. I used to be in many keto groups and I used to be in diabetes groups. But there was no group that really addressed um, the root cause, insulin resistance. So insulin resistance at the bottom has uh, many symptoms like diabetes, um, uh, these skin tags, um, cardiovascular disease, kidney disease, liver disease, which is like pretty much the first thing that happens. Um, uh, PCOS, which many people don't know. Um, erectile dysfunction for men. Um, so there are a lot of symptoms 
And what people do is there's a specialist for every symptom. Right. And then they treat that symptom. They treat the high blood sugar, they treat the erectile dysfunction, they treat um, PCOS with metformin, but no one goes to the root and treats that with, and there's no diet and there's no pill for that, you need to change your diet. And um, so um, I thought, no, I need, to, I need to create that group. So I created that group, um, is it not two years old? It has about like 12,000 members. Wow. And, um, and uh, we have guides like, why does keto work? How does keto work? What are the benefits? Then um, it goes a little more into detail how to do keto. And um, since I'm not a scientist, I'm just collecting the data and presenting it. And I'm also making use of um, doctors like um, Dr. Berry, Dr. Fung, Dr. Um, Bigman, and uh, work their videos into the guides. So people can get, when they want to work through the guides, they can get a good overview of, and Dr. Finney, of course. Of course. Um, a good overview over what um, uh, it is about and what they can do. And um, obviously, um, everyone has questions. So because we have so many members in the group, it's basically 24-7 people can post, and they almost instantly get their questions answered. Oh, that's great. But one more thing I have to say, though. Um, the reason why I created the group is, of course, because I didn't find anything that was there was no equivalent. There's actually one group um, that um, focuses on um, I'm insulin resistant. How do I treat that with this pill or this pill or this pill? So they are mostly um, about um, uh, medication and one ill, one pill. So um, I have been a member in Dr. Barry's group like pretty early on and um, I'm a sucker for challenges so he said um, if you want to pay me back spread the word and I said challenge accepted so that's what I did I did the group I did a website I um, became a Facebook now made a certified community manager to um, have better resources and to 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 do that work better and then I created a Twitter account just to for further reach. But Twitter itself is so much fun too. And um, but well, you see what I post on Twitter, so I'm having a lot of fun there. Yeah. Well, I I had seen your before and after pictures, and that's when I invited you on. And then when I looked at your sites a little bit more, I did I hadn't realized what a you know a deep story you had and what challenges you had been through. Um, I just had initially seen the weight loss and that's why I invited you on. And now I'm really glad that I did because it's it's really an incredible story. And I wasn't aware that you had such a big um, Facebook group and that you were helping so many people. So, yeah, it is extremely fulfilling. It um, if, if I think about my daily work or um, what I do like day to day, okay, I earn my money, I'm getting paid for what I do. It's some fun also. But in the group, having people say like, hey, where did you come from? Like, why, why didn't I find you earlier? And this is how you helped. And so it's a so rewarding. It's, um, it's, I'm, I'm guessing that people like, 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 like these big 
keto doctors like Dr. Barry, Dr. Fung, they save tens of thousands of lives. And I sometimes think, how, how do they sleep at night? Because they go to bed and um, in their mind, they must think like, it's, it's when, when, when I get like two or three positive feedbacks per day, maybe this is why I compensated with the thyroid issue so long because I was living of those. No, it's, um, um, it is incredibly fulfilling. I bet. And, um, yeah. I bet, yes. I would say that still most doctors are not even aware that it's possible to reverse diabetes with diet. I think, I think it's a minority that, um, that are even aware Unfortunately. of it. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I know people that have doctors that are very caring and, and they're very good, but they're, they just don't know that, and they still do, you know, this series of medications and the medications can have just terrible side effects, as you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, um, so it wasn't enough for me to just um, uh, gather information and help others. I actually wanted to get more educated too. Mm -hmm. So I started going to uh, taking these nutrition network courses. You know, um, Professor Tim Noakes, he has that um, foundation and, and they offer all kinds of courses to advance your education. And then I learned that if I just took two or three more, I could become a metabolic health practitioner. Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, that's awesome. So I did that. So now I'm, um, I have this uh, Roxana Zodebeer MHP. And um, then I learned um, I could actually um, go more in depth with this training, also becoming a coach or becoming a, I'm already coaching people um, um, uh, with my coaching business but um, uh, to, to go even more in depth. And the next step would be to become an addiction uh, specialist because um, a lot of that is rooted also in addiction. If you had this tree with insulin resistance at the root, below that root, you would have addiction that leads to insulin resistance that then leads to all these um, diseases, dementia, um, and so on. So when people have trouble changing their diet, that's because they have, you know, habits of comforting themselves with food. Is that where the addiction comes from or? Um... So what I learned so far is that um, addiction, um, like some brains are more prone to addiction than others, but um, usually it's, it's late early in childhood and it begins with sugar. Um, children get used to sugar and without knowing Actually, adults find it cute um, when, when children seek sugar. And um, so they, it's, 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 it is like a brain disease. And um, then once you're addicted, and I'm not saying that everyone's addicted, but once you are addicted, um, you then swap easily from one to the next, to the next, to the next addiction. And um, there's a process, um, with which you can heal your brain. But um, when I say diabetes is not chronic progressive, um, addiction, unfortunately, is a chronic disease. But, and that's the good news, it can be kept in remission forever. But you cannot relapse. If you do, then you have to start over. 
Okay, so, so you're getting further training in addiction and um, and have you completed that training or that's something you're doing no. right now? Yeah. I'm in the middle of the training for uh, um, to become Nutrition Network accredited. And so I did the, S, um, the, the MHP, Metabolic Health Practitioner uh -huh. first. And now I'm taking on this training. And once that's completed, I will um, take on the addiction specialist training. Um, I'm so hungry for all that information. Yeah. And what I initially wanted to do is I wanted to become a dietitian. I mean, at my age, I know it's a kind of like a career change, but um, I wanted to be a um, certified um, dietitian and help people. And then I talked to the Dietetics Association and said, well, this is what I do. This is what I want to do. And she said, well, you can do that training. But the first person you tell to go on keto, we will yank that certification like okay. quicker than you can blink. And then I said, okay, then um, there's no use doing that. Right. So I went the other route. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense if they're, if they're not uh, um, pro-keto. Yeah, there's no point in getting that um yeah certification well that uh and then you know now that everything has gone online i don't think that you'll have any trouble um if you already have a large facebook group it doesn't matter that you're aren't you located pretty far north in canada e, yes not very far north it's we are very close to the to the main border oh, okay um on the east coast and um, like the true East Coast, Toronto will say they are the East Coast, but they're not even close to the ocean. <laughs> but um, it's like being Midwest being, they're not really in the West. <laughs> and um, so um, it, it, the, the advantage is that uh, I can talk to clients in Europe and I can talk to clients across um, uh, America. Australia will be difficult, like that will be the time. A challenge change yeah time zones okay uh, yeah because i'm in new hampshire so um i had seen that you were you had come down to new hampshire i think to do some labs i did it's in canada um i'm i'm not going to talk bad about the healthcare system in canada because for the most part it's actually good um uh, you don't have to have money to to receive excellent healthcare. But uh, in some issues, the, the wait times are a little longer. Mm -hmm. And um, getting labs like insulin is a, I wouldn't say I would beg for it, but I had my insulin checked twice. And I think that's probably the maximum. So if I want to order my own labs, um, I have to go to uh, New Hampshire. I can go to Maine for certain labs, but they don't do all the labs. So um, I ordered them through um, Dave Feldman created and, and Shoban Huggins created that um, company called ownyourownlabs.com. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy. You just put like the things you want to order into a cart. You order them, you will get your um, paper and then you go to a lab corp location and, and that's it. So um, I can now order everything. That's pretty Amazing. Easy and inexpensive. I have it's to not that expensive, but you can spend a good amount of money. If you which add I, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I added a lot of stuff. I'm kind of a, like a data nerd. Yeah. But um, and you, they, they have um, these packages or the, those bundles. And um, 
and I don't even know if the insurance pays for it. I don't know, but um, mine wouldn't anyway. So, um, uh, but it's it's very convenient. So we drove down to Portsmouth, uh, New Hampshire, and had those laps on. Okay. Well, that's and I'm glad I did because otherwise I couldn't talk to you because I'd be sleeping. Oh, because that's where you found out your thyroid. Okay. Yeah. And you can also check your insulin. Do you have to be fasting to check it? For insulin, you should be fasted, yes. Uh-huh. And um, that's a little bit of a... Um, so you should be in your normal day-to-day um, -day routine. And you shouldn't be getting up extra early. You shouldn't be getting like... Um, and, and in this case, we get up at five. Mm -hmm. And I have to make sure to eat until usually later because then the uh, fasting period should be between 12 and 14 hours. So I have to calculate that and then with the time difference. And um, usually I'm very stressed out once I come to the location. So that kind of messes up my insulin. <laughs> okay, interesting. But um, they also do a lipid. Um, so that's an interesting thing too, the, this, this NMR profile where they measure the size of your LDL. Okay. And pattern A is good. Pattern B, it's the big fluffy LDL. And pattern B is the small, very small, dense LDL that can get you in trouble. And then there's oxidized LDL, which, um, funny enough, um, medications like um, metformin, is it? No, statins. Medications like statins, they um, can only grab hold of the good LDL. And um, so the ratio of the LDL is even worse when you take a statin. It's, in my opinion, it's no use mm -hmm. taking a statin. Um, this new paper by Dr. Diamond also says people on keto don't need statins. And my LDL pattern is A, so I'm happy with that. And um, yeah, it, it's good to know. So I'm, I'm glad I could order that, that. And then there's a lipid insulin resistance score which also puts me in the insulin sensitive mm -hmm. range so um uh yeah all these naysayer that say keto is not sustainable and um you will get a heart attack and all that um yeah no if i um lower all my risk factors instead of ldl which isn't really a risk factor um then no i'm not gonna increase my risk of heart disease yeah and you put a couple of things in remission and you're feeling significantly better so sounds like things are going along pretty well happier too <laughs> because um you know if you are in chronic pain oh my gosh. and um so the fatigue from just the arthritis is also immense mm -hmm. if you're tired and if you have little children that that need you and then you feel guilty about not being for them. And now I was lucky. My kids were extremely well behaved and um, just, just a joy to have around. So I, I luckily, I, I, I wasn't punished with, with difficult children. But still, um, uh, I, if, if there's no, no, no other joy, because you, this is a funny thing too, um, you store so much fat and you are told you're storing energy. But you can't access the energy. Yeah. You cannot tell me that an obese person is more energetic than a thin person. Like 
absurd. Clearly not. Yeah. So um, no, I was I was very unhappy. I was very sick. I was hardly mobile. In pain, couldn't walk stairs. Like I walked stairs like a toddler, one by one, and still in pain. And now I just go up and down the stairs. Oh, that's great. So it's it's um, it's a very very different life, and I feel I'm frustrated that um, that part of the life was stolen from me yeah. through bad advice. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm also a mellow person, so um, I I don't get too worked up about it, which is good. And um, the silver lining is because I've been in such a bad place. I know how it feels. I know how much hope means. And I know how to help others and what to tell others. And apparently people feel inspired. So um, that's good too. Yeah, and you have a lot of time left, with the, you know, knock on wood, that, uh, um, that you can really enjoy from yes. here out, you know, with with your new found knowledge and, and as well as, like you said, help a lot of other people. So that's great. I'm not going to retire anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, I was almost like, like I forced into retirement because I, I, I just couldn't work, mm-hmm. but now um, that's, that's completely changed. So. Well, wonderful. Well, tell, uh, tell the listeners where they can find your um, Facebook group and if you and any websites you might have and yeah so um, basically the, the one website um, reversing-insulin-resistance.com that has links to my keto coaching business which is um, we chose the name kendo-keto.com so kendo keto kendo is this um, this Japanese warrior. Mm-hmm. So basically, we are slashing carbs. That's our oh. our thing. So, um, but but all the links to the Facebook group, um, to uh, my Twitter, to, um, not to Instagram, but you can find that too. Um, is reversing dash insulin dash resistance dot com, uh-huh. and um, the group name is reversing insulin resistance. Oh, very good. All right. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it a lot like a great ride, and um, I I love being on it. That's wonderful. So I hope that you'll join Roxana's group if you think you might have a problem with insulin resistance. I did look up ownyourlabs.com, and if you're near a lab core, you can check your A1C for $7.70 or your insulin for $12.60. Their prices are seem to be very good. I'm not personally an affiliate or a medical professional. But if you do go that route, I believe her group can help you know what to do with that information. Thanks again for listening to the Off of the Couch podcast. You can find me at offofthecouch.com. Please feel free to send me any comments and take a small step. See you next week.